Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Bosby. Growing up in a southern country family, a lot of times we'd have family reunions. It was a big thing, man. And, uh, you know, we would go to Alabama. That's where Mama and Papa's family is. And we would have this big family reunion. I'm talking about food and green beans and mashed taters and all the good stuff, all the trimmings, all the fixings, all the bells, all the whistles. My favorite was the dessert. But you know what? Out of all those reunions, I don't know if I've ever been excited about them as much as I am excited about the reunion here, the first episode of 2023, back with our dear friend. <laughs> yeah, Bobby. exactly. Come on, man. It's good to <laughs> nah, be man. back, man. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's your name. It's sorry. just good to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. I walked in the studio. Well, we walked in the studio a minute ago, and, I mean, it just it smells like it always smelled. It looked like it always looked, felt like it always felt, and the sound was messed up as usual. I as mean, usual. We had to fix it, and, <laughs> and, but that's all right. You know, Lord bless us with this studio. We're thankful for it. Uh, man, it's good to have Brother Jonathan back. We've missed him as usual when he's not around on the podcast, but we're thankful for him. Glad he's back. Jonathan, did you have a good break? A wonderful break. Good, wonderful good, good. Break. Well, anyway, we had yep. a good break. No, I'm kidding. What did you do, brother? <laughs> worked a lot. We worked a lot. I'm sorry. We worked a lot and yeah. uh, had a great Christmas, got good Christmas gifts, and gave good Christmas gifts, and had a good time. Christmas was on a Sunday, and what a day it was. And and then, it's. I think it's always good if Christmas was on a Sunday every year. I love Christmas on a Sunday. And then we had the New Year. I watched my first ice hockey game. First ice hockey game. Did you go to a fight in a hockey game? There was out? no fight there. It was pretty <laughs> close, but well. I was with uh, some of my friends and Elisha, and we had, a, we had a wonderful time. And the first time I saw snow in my whole life, first wow. time I saw snow, and uh, uh, it, it, it was negative 30 I think huh? a windshield. What? Wind, yep. A windshield? Yep. Wow. Like it, it was, it was bad. Negative thirty windshield. It was, it, it, it was that way. I Y'all th- watch I, out for them windshields, all right, people. Yeah. <laughs> did I say it right? You know, you did it. I, uh, it's wind chill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we, we, Elastra and I shoveled the snow. Around the church yeah. there, he said he's never shoveled the snow when it's that cold. Wow. And that was uh, terrible. It was terrible. But, but it was fun, though. <laughs> we had a good time. Here's what I did. So yeah, I, it was fun, though. It was fun, yeah, because it was, it was my first time. We almost died, but it was fun, though. <laughs> we didn't die. Well, you almost did. We starved to death, but it was fun, though. Come on. It was you know negative it. 30 windshields, but it was fun, Wind, though. Windshields or shields or yeah. whatever. And here's what I did, Joe. Here's what you did. I, the house that I stood at, his name is Brett Nelson, and uh, uh, he called me up and he says, Brother Jonathan, if you have time, would you please shovel the snow? Oh, <laughs> so I got up in the morning shovel. and uh, I wanted to shovel his driveway, right. and and uh, I took something that's called a shovel. For me, it is a shovel. I thought it was a shovel, oh, <laughs> and no. I started shoveling, but it was a spade. 
a who? A spade, you know, you like, pick it like up. Cards? No. It was it was a spade. Yeah, like cards. Something that you used to dig with. Okay. So Oh, 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 right. Like in that Andy Griffith episode, Andy's singing that song, you know, to um <laughs> to what's his name? Um, um, um I can't remember his name, but he was supposed to Rafe Hollister. And, Maybe and and, and and the nurse was trying to get him to take a shot and, and anyway, yeah, it's it's up there. So I took a spade and uh I was picking it up and throwing out, picking it up and throwing out, like yeah. how I would dig the ground. Right. And Elisha pulls up, gets out the car, and he starts <laughs> laughing. He says, bro, get a shovel. Yeah. In Britain English, that is a shovel. No. Because you shovel the sand. You know what I mean? You shovel things. Oh, you, you pick do it sand up. castles? So, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that was funny. He came and he said, go get a shovel. And Not a spade. Not a spade. And that was Big funny. <laughs> you know it. So that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> that's what Andy sung. Yeah, anyway. You know it. So it, yeah, it was a good. It. it was good experience. Drove in the snow for the first time, and good. it's getting all around. And it oh, was skidding. Pretty huh? good. It was pretty good. That's what happens with those windshields, man. That's that's. <laughs> we almost ran off the road, but I'm not gonna let though. that go now, it huh? It was fun though, dude. We've got, I'm gonna have to start doing that. But it was fun though. Man, it was. We didn't. We didn't do nothing, but it was fun though. You know it. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was. How was your uh, Christmas? Well, you know, man, it was good back home and uh, had a good time in Georgia. We had snow too, actually. It snowed uh, during the night one night, and woke up in the morning and there was snow, and uh, it didn't stick or anything. And that was the only time it did. But man, we had a good time, and uh, with our folks back home, family, and then church friends and then of course the listeners know got to go out to Alabama and preach a revival out there the Lord blessed and uh, we're we were super excited about that super thankful over all that God did and uh, but we're happy to be back and um, on Monday classes begin full swing in fact I meant to do this I forgot this episode is dedicated today we might start dedicating episodes you know like yeah people write a book and you're right oh, this is dedicated dedicated to, my first to... teacher who told me <laughs> I couldn't spell beat this I wrote a book yeah <laughs> You know, stuff like that. You know, this episode today is dedicated to the security guards of Golden State. <laughs> I, I, because I, every Friday... Brother, I don't want to do that. No, listen, man. Every, I, t t 10, 20 minutes ago, I texted uh, our, our faithful, loyal, ugly security guards we have here on campus and said, hey, me and our dear friend, Brother Jonathan, we're recording at 9. Could one of y'all just make sure the... Uh, the door is open and unlocked, you know, in the studio. And we walked up. Guess what, brother? The door it's was open unlocked. And, it well, was open. We were just kidding up. about the ugly part and not dedicating it. But we thank you guys so much for doing what you guys do. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for uh, doing a great job. And you know yeah. what? If you want an episode to be dedicated to you, why don't you just email us at a word for the wilderness at gmail.com? That is a word, the number four, the wilderness at gmail.com. You can also on our on our social media pages, you can contact us there on Instagram or Facebook. Or if you just want to text one of us, you know, Jonathan or myself, and just text us, say, Hey, I wanna I wanna dedicate 
next week's episode to Biff Cunningham. You know, I just want to, <laughs> I want to dedicate it to George Bush. Or <laughs> I want to dedicate it to. Just set us a hundred dollar <laughs> bill with that too. So that right. it helps. Yeah, it, charges do apply. And uh, so that will be good. You know, Jonathan, I'm going to do this very quickly and then you can have the rest of the time. I, I, I'm thinking maybe over the next couple of weeks, I, I'm in a book right now and I'm not big on, you know, talking about books or read. I'm, I actually hate reading, but I'm in a book right now that's a real encouragement to me. The Private Devotional Lives of Finney, Moody, and Spurgeon. And I just finished the first chapter on Charles Finney. And maybe over the next couple of weeks, I can, and I've highlighted some things and underlined some things. You know, it says about Finney, it says, um, let me see, Finney, let me find him. It says that Jesus had the central place of his life. Uh, lives were transformed and whole towns were cleansed. I mean, this was a man who walked with God, who knew God. And maybe if I can just over the next couple of weeks give you a statement from his life and from his devotional life and his walk with God that will encourage you to have a walk with God. If we're going to make it in this day, Jonathan, we've got to have a walk with You're God. You're right. We've got to faithfully pray, meditate, read, study, constantly spend time with God. Let me give you this statement from his life. The only way to have God's power is to come into a living contact with the source of that power. And that's exactly what Charles Finney had, and that's exactly what you and I dis desperately need in this day. We need God's power in all that we do, not just preachers, but soul winners and servants and folks who sing in the choir or whatever you fill in the blank, whatever you do for the Lord, you've got to have God's power when you do that. And the only way to have God's power is to come into a living contact with the source of that power. How do you do that? Prayer, reading your Bible, meditating upon the Word of God, memorizing Scripture, having communion and abiding and, and having a walk with God, having a, a contact, constant contact with the throne. And boy, we need that today. And I hope that'll be encouragement. I'm excited about the next couple of weeks, and I'll be, I mean, in the next several chapters as well. And uh, hopefully the Lord will use this to be an encouragement to you in your walk with God. Jonathan, I'm excited to hear from you today. The next few moments, you give us what God's laid upon your heart. Next week, we'll get back to Matthew chapter number 13. Jonathan, what yep. you got for us today? Thank you. Uh, if you have the Bibles or if you know this verse, it's a very well-known verse, uh, the book of Psalm number 24, verses 6. I was doing my devotion on, uh, on this the first few days of this new year, and I came across this verse, the book of Psalm number 24, Verses 6, and here's what the Bible says. It says, this is the generation of them that seek him, mm. that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. I was thinking of this as I was reading, and I stopped for a moment, and I started thinking. Why was this generation, the generation in the Bible, David's generation, he called it as the generation of them that seek him, that seek the face of God, that look for God, that live for God, and that wanted to know more of God. I started thinking about it. And as I started thinking about it, I started thinking about, can this be said of this present generation? Mm. Can this be said of me? Can this be said that Jonathan Busby seeks the face of God? Wow. Or can this be said that this is a generation where there are a young group of people who seek the face of God? Or can this be said, oh, this is the generation where there are people or where there are girls or where there are boys or kids or adults or, or anybody, a group of people that seeks the face of God? I started thinking about it, and I couldn't get an answer. 
With a lot of things going on around, the greatest need is to seek the face yes, of true. God. Yes, and to seek the face, what God wants us to do, seek the face of God, seek the presence of God. And I keep thinking about it. Can this be said of our generation? I started studying this, and this was written on an occasion when the Ark of the Covenant was brought to Jerusalem. The Ark of the Covenant represents the power of God, the presence of God, and then the protection of God, and a lot more things when God gave it. It was a manifested presence, like God said, I am there with you. This is a token. This is a sign that I am there with you. And if they had to win wars, they had to take the Ark of the Covenant, and they would win wars. Mm. And every place the Ark of the Covenant was there, it was blessed. Mm. And there came a point in the book of, uh, if you would see the book of 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Samuel, we keep reading it. There come to a point where there's a fight. Mm. In 1 Samuel, there comes a fight, and, and we all know that the Ark of the Covenant was taken by the Philistines. Yes. It was taken it was with the camp of the Philistines in the, in the area of Philistines for seven months. Mm. And, and we all know what happens with Dagon. He falls down. The Ark of the Covenant is placed with him. He falls down. And after all that takes place, they get it back and they put it back in the territory of Israel. So it is in Israel right now. In the book, before, they, before this is written, it was in Israel. So Saul becomes the king of Israel. Saul never looks up to it or Saul never want to know about it. But then David becomes a king and here's what he does. He said, fellas, let's gather up. Let's go get the Ark of the Covenant. I know it is in Israel, but I'm not happy. I want it here in Jerusalem. And when they try to get it, there are a few things that happen. They try their own way, but then finally they get it. When he gets it into Jerusalem, he writes the psalm and he says, this is a generation Amen. that seeks the face of God. There are a few things that I would I notice in here. Here's my question. Can this be said of you and me that you and I seek the face of God in this generation? Mm. Can this be said of your church that this is a church that seeks the face of God in this generation? Can this be said of your family that your family seeks the face of God in this generation? Can this be said as a person or as an individual that, hey, I seek the face of God in this generation. The greatest need today is for us to seek the face of God, as says Joe told. And I'm sure that book is an exciting book to see how the those great men seek the face of God. And because they seek the face of God, their generation could see a lot of things Amen. that God did. And here's the thing I see in the text. Very few things I want to give it to you. How can we make this generation as a generation that seeks the face of God? Number one, you got to seek the person of God. Mm. It is so important. You got to seek the person of God. You know, oftentimes, here's the question. How much do you know Jesus? There's always a limit of how much we know Jesus, but there's so much yet to know about Jesus. You join the person, you got to know the person of That's God. Good. You got to know the person of Jesus. You ask me how much you know about Jesus. I mean, Brother Cooper preached an amazing message. If I would, if if people would ask me about how much do you know about Jesus, I'd say, man, he's my helper, he's my defense, he's my fortress. But there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it. How do we make this generation? I pray that we all seek Jesus, the person of Jesus, and join the person of Jesus. Not only join the person of Jesus, you look to the Bible. Why do they do all the devotions early in the morning? You see all the great men. Why? They wanted to seek the face of Jesus, seek the person of Jesus. Secondly, seek the people of Jesus. How? By joining them. That's good. Every church has a vision. 
And let's join the man of God and accomplish that vision. Let's get it done. Let's do whatever he has for us. And finally, how do we make this generation as the generation? We join or we seek the plan of God. Mm. That's the only way. It's, it's very simple, Jonathan. You say that. It's very simple, Jonathan. It is simple. That's all everybody did in the Bible. Mm. You read about the great men of God that joined the person of God. They joined the people of God. They joined the plan of God, which made them to seek to uh, seek more about God and which gave them an identity that this is a generation that seek the Lord. Let's be a generation that seeks after God this year in 2023. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening today. We invite you to listen again next week for another episode of A Word for the Wilderness. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.